0: Welcome back to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet. And today is a little bit of a different episode. I've been talking about wanting to do these like Sunday sit down style podcasts where we get together with the boys in Roswell. And I guess this week or this month or this time, it's the boy. Of Jeff Cabana. <laughs> I was... The way you say it, it sounds like a, definitely B O I instead of B-O-Y. It happens. I was hoping to get Brady, but I know Brady's busy. He's uh, he's the musical whore of Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, he's probably asleep. Yeah, I mean... It was... Sunday morning? Sunday I mean, morning, 22 years old? Hell yeah, I was probably asleep too. Right. No, he's older than that, dude. Is he?
1: He's like 28, 29.
0: He was... Um, yeah time moves wait a minute run it back
1: yeah somewhere around there. he's in his late 20s now
0: because he turned oh shit yeah you're right yeah all right i thought he was uh like super but then again he was super young when i was here at, right but he was right like 18 or 19
1: we all getting old buddy <laughs>
0: it's hard to believe i haven't been here in almost seven years right damn okay.
1: yeah all right it's hard to believe i still play in a hard rock band at 44
0: yeah it happens man i mean i enjoy it I'm not going to lie, these headphones are making it so much easier to talk to you, and I don't have to, like, yell across this room.
1: Right, right. Yeah, this is much better when everyone has headphones and everyone can hear each other.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But so the whole idea for this uh, this little podcast here is to just kind of sit down, talk shop, and, you know, we've been doing this for... We had a good opportunity last night to kind of just talk off the record and, you know, just go over some stuff, and it brought up some interesting thoughts in my head about... You know, we've been doing this long enough. We're seven year or seven and a half years doing the live and amplified in general, seven years podcast will be oh, when do we do Kira? End of July, I think. they yeah. during like end of July. Yeah. So it'll be seven years, seven and a half years. And so, you know, we're just kinda of getting to that point where certain things are starting to happen where, you know, like people are getting older, people are passing right. away. You know, right. it's just it's it's getting I'm not going to say interesting because that just sounds rude. Yeah, but, you know it's it's getting harder because you like wake up every morning and it's like, oh shit, that right?
1: Happened. Yeah, and you know, but in the same respect, I I was also kind of reminiscing last night having you back in town mm-hmm. and, and stuff, and I haven't seen you in a while, and it's like, you know, over the years we've really grown in like the underground music scene and not in any specific genre because. Mm-hmm you know like we're we're well known and well respected and, and we know a lot of people in the the underground bluegrass scene. Yeah. you know um underground punk scene underground yeah. metal scenes you know all over the country like in different cities we know like you know who who in that city who's a local that's mm-hmm. that's kind of big you yeah. know and stuff like that and we've really gotten to to grow and, and develop relationships with a lot of these musicians over the years and you know friendships and whatnot it's really cool
0: yeah and it's Really, I don't know if you caught it yesterday, but I was wearing my Outtake 13 shirt yesterday. Yep, yep. Do you know who that band is? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Now, that's the other thing. I have a ton of merch from all the bands we've worked with over the years and stuff like that. And I love it. Every time I get into my closet, I'm like, oh, I remember them.
0: Yeah. So, I was sitting there. I was like, so, yeah, I think it was like beginning of the pandemic So I was, in ta- or I was out, still out in Texas. Yeah. And in Tangled Dreams, they had mo- moved back out to uh, North Carolina. Right and they started forming a band like it wasn't just the two of them they're like okay they're bringing in like a drummer and
1: yeah it's a trio now
0: yeah well oh is it bigger no like so the original concept was they were bringing in a drummer and then they're going to rebrand themselves because they were no longer entangled dreams right and so they named themselves outtake 13
1: that's right that's right i knew i knew that name i just like just couldn't remember
0: oh uh, and so they renamed themselves i take 13 they put out a fundraiser thing to get their first album recorded and i was like okay i'll donate to that you right know, they sent me that t-shirt they sent me some stickers they sent me lyric sheets and all this stuff and then like a week after i or no a week before i got it like got it in the mail they broke up oh man uh, and they're like oh yeah we're so sorry that Something happened, and we just can't. We can't do it. So, right, we're gonna go back to being a duo. But we'll still send you your stuff. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Well, I and mean, you know, it, it's unfortunate because you really only have one shot at rebranding. Yeah, you know, like in a musical career. I mean, some people, yes, I I know that someone's going to be like, "What about these guys or those guys?" Yeah. yeah, I know some people have done it multiple times and then found success, but yeah, you really only have that one shot at rebranding.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And now they're, I think they're out in, uh, net, na- they're out in Nashville, and I th- think they still play together occasionally, but I think. Um, Michaela is doing more her uh, acoustic stuff. She's doing her more singer songwriter right. acoustic stuff, and I think uh, Annabelle is uh, doing the more punk rock. Yeah, well, I've
1: seen them post about doing shows together out yeah. there. Well, know, I mean they've done a couple.
0: Hey, uh, we talked about Under it.
1: Entangled Dreams.
0: Yeah, we talked about it. I think I don't remember if it was like the, or maybe it was a podcast that I did with them when I moved or during the pandemic. It was like what. And I told him, I applauded him for it. I was like, what's really cool about what you guys are doing is, you know, you got the acoustic stuff, you got the more punk rock stuff, but no matter what happens, you still always have Entangled Dreams, and you can right. jump right back into that because that's right. that's family right there. That's not...
1: Well, and when you have, like, a duo act or a band act and then, like, certain members also have solo acts, it doesn't really... If anything, it actually helps promote
0: the, the, the bigger act. Yeah, for you sure. You know, like,
1: hey, you know, if you enjoyed... My solo stuff, you'll check out my band.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, so th- that was kind of an interesting thing to kind of unfold, and yeah. right? just watching some of these bands fall apart and then regroup under a different name. Right. It, like... We it, were talking about that last yeah. night. A lot
1: of bands we've worked with, you know, like five, six years ago, Uh you go back to those music scenes and none of those bands exist, but they do. It's like yeah. all... It's just, like, the same people all kind of, like, scrambled up again. Yeah. You know, under new names with kind of a new vibe. And some of them are great. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah. Or they, like, they, the lineup doesn't change, but, like guy that was lead singer before plays bass now right yeah. right
1: or like one member gets swapped out and they change the whole thing yeah you know which hey, hey you know whatever sometimes you got to get a fresh start write all new music as long as you're not carrying over the music yeah you know and you write fresh stuff then that's a cool idea
0: yeah for sure it's one of those deals where you know everybody's trying to make it and at some point they just got to make that call and say hey, right it this isn't working, we need to revamp, re revamp, re right. Exactly. You know, all that stuff. And especially yeah. during the pandemic, you know. So, like, I saw it maybe it'll, in different ways than you did because like, you were in the scene and you were just trying to get GDP started. Well, under uh, we
1: will. had a pretty good headway right before it. Yeah. Like, before the pandemic broke, we actually were making progress.
0: Yeah, because you had just brought, like, 2019 you had just released your first sing single or did you release the it was fourth? an ep you released, released yeah an ep yeah it
1: was a uh, five songs on the disc the physical disc mm-hmm. and six online
0: yeah and so you just released that and then like within six months the pandemic comes down and right it was just like you know? yeah
1: yeah and we got some great opportunities just before it and stuff and uh we had some great opportunities that were supposed to come and then the pandemic ruined it all yeah it's well, cool we're back at it again and we're we're just now getting back to the same level and momentum that we had just before the pandemic
0: which is cool and it takes it, work yeah it does for sure it's one of those deals where it's just you got to stick with it because that's right one, i saw a lot of bands that just called it quits because right. they were in similar situations to you they had just released a project and they couldn't go play it through they yep. hadn't written anything they hadn't gone into studio to start right with, you know rec- they hadn't recorded a new project yet because either financials or whatever yeah and, and so they're just like well that's it you know yeah and, and to me it's like it's one of those deals where they were probably on the outs anyways if, yeah if they if that's what it took for them to call quits they were going to stick around for the long term anyways yeah
1: Well, what we did is, uh, you know, when the pandemic first hit and they were like, oh, you know, just your inner circle and family and stuff like that. We're like, well, we are inner circle and family. Yeah. So everyone else just kind of like went home and you saw all these people doing jamming online and this and that. We just kept getting together.
0: Yeah. Well, if
1: somebody got sick, then they they quarantined. We canceled for a while. You know what I mean? And we kept writing and writing and writing all through that instead of letting the pandemic get the best of us. Like, let's make the most of it. Yeah. Well, you know, work on our act.
0: And, and you guys are in a cool situation. Yeah, you, none of you, are, like, you're family in in terms, but you're not, like, blood relatives. Right. But, like, you've been here 10 years. You've been in yeah. Roswell 10 years. Brady's from Roswell. Yeah, Brady's from Roswell. Or yeah. Most of the
1: band is from Roswell yeah. or New Mexico.
0: Yeah. And so, like, you've been working with Brady almost all 10 years that you've been here. Pretty you, much known will probably eight years because
1: well nine he was one of the first bands i worked with when i had my uh, dragon and rose recording studio three
0: of you are like a solid core like you were working to get like i met will through a recommendation from you because right uh, nate and some uh, nate and i were uh doing videos together like we were doing what somehow he got roped into the music video that we did for afterthought but yeah um which,
1: Which you should have had me come in on, but that's cool.
0: <laughs> well, this was before we even, like... I, right, we were really, just kind of getting the hang of things. Yeah, we. I just met you for that other... Right. Because I think they had saw that other... Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes and yeah. rapidly jerking my head for the <laughs> other right. music video. Um, And I just met you, and Will was looking for uh, somebody to do something similar, and you yep. threw my name in that hat. And, well, I knew you as a decent videographer. Yeah, you know. Um, and so then I met Afterthought, and then I think Marie Manning reached out to me shortly. So like from that one, yeah. from the one video that I did for that one person, right down, down yonder there, um, you know, I got two other projects off of it, which was cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm,
1: honestly, I'm not that embarrassed by it. I still kind of like show it to people. I don't know, I man. wish you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't care. My my baseline in that and that video was fucking fun, dude. I had a good time doing it.
0: Do people still laugh at the fact that I misspelled copyright on the, uh, the you know, the lower third? Oh, there? no. I Dude, honestly, no one's ever even brought it up to me. I misspelled copyright. Uh-oh. Like, okay, so that scares me that people in Roswell don't. Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah. Don't re- catch. Don't worry. Catch they won't that. catch that here. Okay. Well, I mean, if they're listening to this, they'll probably catch it. But, right. Now yeah. they look for it. <laughs> Well, if they could find the music video. Because, yeah.
1: It's been taken down and put up, like, so many times.
0: It's like, how do you ever get views? You you know, you never wanted views? Yeah. That's so funny. I still got the Afterthought video up there. I'm not a huge... That one's probably better, but... The sinking was really bad, though. The sinking was... Okay, so... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure I told you that story. Yeah. So, doing that one, I completely forgot that we needed to play the song yeah
1: you have to overdub them you can't rely on the band to ever play it on time dude i'm sorry like yeah. I'm a, even as a drummer whose job it is to be on time i could tell you with certainty it's fucking harder than you think to like yeah. match time to a, a song but, you recorded for so a video it,
0: that would it had that that wasn't even the major issue yeah the major issue was
1: unless you're playing with a click track in the ear, which by the way eh, i'm it, not doing that
0: no but no what i'm getting at the major issue was was the way they recorded it wasn't the way that they play it right and right. so they were playing it the way they played it at the time we filmed yeah and so there was like a whole extra section in there that yeah. just wasn't in the recording well, and i
1: know because i was in the studio for that that was uh, when when uh chris aguilar yeah the, the dude that I, we recorded through yeah he just built his studio and uh afterthought was like one of his, be- his first people he recorded he, yeah he did it for them for free just yeah. to, to get it a- a leg up and then try and Chris it. Chris
0: understands like the right. difference of doing it for exp- doing it for free for experience versus right. doing it for free because people are too cheap to pay.
1: Right? Exactly.
0: Exactly And and, you
1: know Afterthought was willing to pay Because they had already been in my studio That was their second round Yeah Was in Chris's And I actually sat in on the session Chris had invited me in Afterthought invited me in Because he was just starting out And giving them a good deal So I'm like yeah let's do it
0: This was after you had left DNR right? No I was
1: still with them That actually caused tension with them Like you helped out another studio I'm like no I'm mentoring another engineer Yeah I'm helping a band that we already went through We can't offer them free recordings Yeah Obviously we're a business this. yeah um you know we already got business from them so i'm gonna help this guy out and they they thought of it as like this whole thing and
0: okay. i don't know i never really fully heard that story because yeah. I, I remember not to go too deep into the weeds on that one but
1: my business partners did not like me doing anything that like benefited any other business in town and i was like dude you can't treat him as competition you got to treat him as allies you yep. got to treat it like you mentor other people you
0: don't yeah, cause and that you know, try to put them out of business. You want more. That's how, that's how coach. Like I, you're. I know you're not like big, big into sports, right? But like, but I, I
1: used to be as a kid, so I do yeah. understand sports. So
0: like in football, that's a huge thing. Is the learning tree, right? Like you sit like when you got in the NFL, you got like a couple, a handful of coaches that have been doing it for. 30, 40 years, yeah. and every time they play one of their former assistant coaches or, like, if they were, like, um, a defensive line coach, you know, like one of those situations, it, they'd be like, oh, he's from the Andy Reid tree. You know, and they, right. they, they compare the differences and similarities, and that's a huge thing. You've it been, is. You know, it's doing it because it's right, right. versus doing it because –
1: one, it's funny because I, you know, I, uh, during that session, um, I had talked to Chris about a uh, spatial segregation, yeah. how to, how to segregate your instruments in a, like a spatial left to right yeah. realm, like yeah, a yeah. one eighty realm and stuff. And he still uses some of the tricks I suggested to this day, mm. you know, I mean, he's grown like, honestly, he's a, he's a hell of an engineer. Yeah. I stopped doing that kind of work and, and focused more on music and he kept going with the engineering and he surpassed me. I mean. Our last album was fantastic. It, yeah. It's it. I could put it up against any medium out there, and it's yeah. solid.
0: Yeah, I the, this last album that you put out under Gross Domestic Gross Domestic People.
1: We finally just decided to get rid of the uh, GDP. Yeah, well, not get rid of it, but just uh, spell it right out because yeah. it, it played hell with search engines, dude, because of the whole Gross Domestic Product. And, yeah. You know, it was hard to find us on anything. Oh yeah,
0: I like I knew who you were, right? And I couldn't find you for right.
1: The life of me. Exactly. So yeah, now we go under the full name because uh, GDP has always stood for Gross Domestic People. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just went with the full name, which now you can search us and bam, find yeah. us instantly on YouTube, everything. Like,
0: which is interesting. You bring that up because I'm starting to think our SEO for Live and Amplified, our SEO optimization, yeah, isn't as good as I thought it was. Because when I went, when I busted up my knee in February, I was down in uh, Florida, and my dad went on his girlfriend's, uh, uh, like smart TV or whatever. it yeah. was. he's like, "Oh, let's let's watch your last podcast you did." I'm like, "I don't really want to," but right. I don't like watching
1: myself either. I get it.
0: Yeah, and so he he types in. It was like, "What's it under?" I was like, "Live and Amplified." He's like, "Are you sure?" Because there's nothing on Live and Amplified. Huh. And I'm like, okay, try live and amplified live cast. And it pulled up like a podcast from three years ago. Oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, some of the search
1: engines are garbage.
0: Yeah. Needless to say. Yeah. It was a. so I've been trying to figure out what that situation's all about, and right. if people can't find us, then what the hell's the point?
1: You know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. That's a that's a band name that I I literally came up with that in four seconds because mm-hmm. I guess it, it hasn't always stood for gross domestic people. We right. started out as an instrumental trio, and I told like dirty jokes, yeah, like with props and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, we would do the first song and I'd keep a couple tennis balls in my pocket. Yeah. And after the first song, I'd get up and be like, oh, man, like, you know, on a mic or whatever, or yeah. loud enough for the crowd to hear and be like, don't you hate when you sit on your balls? And I'd pull them out and drop them, you know, a couple of tennis balls, like just shit like that. Yeah. Um, and stuff. And uh, it actually stood for Granddaddy Perp, yeah. which is a marijuana strain. Yeah. But as soon as we brought in other members and wrote real songs and got serious about wanting to do something with yeah. it, um, we changed it to Gross Domestic People. So we just... Yeah. And that took of all of, like I said, like three seconds to come up with and nobody's ever used it. And it's, it's a clever name.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, know, it's one of those deals where, um, you, you made the right decision because obviously in this country weed isn't 100 percent legal so you right right like well right.
1: and people are like weird about like putting that on flyers and stuff and yeah. this and that and even though you know it kind of locks us into a subculture and even though like i don't mind that subculture i've been yeah. part of it most of my life yeah i don't want to get locked into anything yeah, you yeah. Know. but
0: the the model you're kind of you're going after that rage against the machine model where you're kind of fighting against the system a bit right you right got like it's not the same sound because yeah. I feel like Rage was a bit more heavier.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. We're, like, much different than Rage. But, like, uh, in the same way, it's, like, like regardless of, uh, you know, band members' uh, political, like, yeah. like, choices in their life and their personal life, all the band stuff is so middle ground that, like, people can agree on it, whether you're left, right, middle, up, yeah. down. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, the whole, you know, uh, people are not equal to product, yeah. you know, like... I think we can all agree like we are greater than the product we produce but we're being treated like that's all we are is the product we produce you know
0: 100 percent. i mean i've i've known that for a long time right it's i i took a history class and i took like a history class or something in college and that we got onto this like completely side swiped subject we weren't even talking about like what we were supposed to be learning that day yeah but he was like uh basically the teacher told us that we're all leverage for the government of financial leverage right right so every person that's born increases the debt limit
1: yep every birth certificate guarantees a certain amount yeah like a a loan yeah you know basically basically a a, a printing they print a certain amount of money and then give it to the government for every you know birth certificate
0: yeah so that's and he That was Yeah like, that's
1: Because it, it's incorporated America And I, I know guys We're getting off on Like a little more political Than we are musical But
0: yeah, It happens That's Yeah That's what I was hoping for You know because it's Well
1: and I, I can't stand When people are like Oh it's music Keep politics out of it It's like oh yeah Did you tell Bob Dylan that Did you tell the Beatles yeah. that Come on man yeah. It's been a part of it Since ever Even Louis Armstrong Had some strong opinions He got blasted for Yeah And that goes back To the you know 40s Well
0: it's one of so, the it, It's I've Because I know when we first started Live and Amplified The rule was no religion, no politics Right And to a degree, I still stand on that
1: Right, me too But,
0: you know, like when a song is overtly political or religious It's like you can't veer away from it No, you can't Am I going to go like voluntarily go get like a Christian singer or something? Right Maybe not because Right
1: But you can't deny it's a giant like market and genre I mean, it's a thing, you know I
0: mean, and actually (laughs) Uh, since we're on the political spectrum there there's one podcast that um i ended up having to not release Uh oh did it get a little too much yeah yeah
1: See, there's nothing wrong with politics as long as you don't start getting all like one-sided and like talking about yeah that's the thing like people get like real like culty and weird and they're like my side is always right about everything and that side is always wrong about everything and i don't care what side you are and like, just don't think that way, guys.
0: Yeah, it's still up on our Facebook somewhere, but you got to dig deep because it was like yeah. two and a half years ago. or So, so. if you're
1: listening, go go. I'll, I'm go look gonna... for them deep tracks, yo.
0: So, the, this guy <laughs> comes. Cuts. This guy comes in. So we were doing this was early on during the pandemic because of where I could tell by where my setup was. Right. Um, oh
1: yeah, that first year of the pandemic was like weird. Yeah, people I,
0: were like, whoo. So, uh, the, it was early on during the pandemic. And I was doing podcasts like crazy because I didn't really have anything else to do. I so. remember that. Yeah. yeah,
1: we were doing like music festivals online. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff that did not go well. No, but, but you hey, know, we, we were tried.
0: Tri- we were trying. Oh, yeah, um, exactly. You know, it's one of those where we just didn't have control. Had we had control of everything, and we could have controlled the audio and whatnot, that would have been great. Right. And since we were relying on other people, it was like. Yeah, that know. was the thing when
1: that when all that first happened and everyone's like well we're gonna go live from home not everyone had good yeah. stuff not everyone knew what they were doing yeah. was- a lot
0: of and there's still some people like twitch is becoming a big thing right yeah. now yeah. um and there's some people like they've got it figured out they've got the stream decks well by now they've got their <laughs> interfaces and they're putting yeah. on good shows like right. the only thing is, is like twitch is a little bit of a faulty network, like right? Twitch. Right. I've seen Twitch streams go down mid-song, well,
1: right? Well, and you know what I noticed, like about a year into the pandemic, like like most musics musicians had gotten the hang of it or just stopped yeah. doing it. you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah,
0: like I mean, we definitely stopped after a while. It was right? Just like I can't, I can't deal with this because now the man. way we're doing it, it doing was it, so doing... much work. Yeah, you know, and it's so then people would just wouldn't show up. Right. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Now? Yeah.
1: Online. Like, all right, we got this one up next. And then it's like, chirp, yep. chirp, chirp. Yep, like, yep. uh-oh, they're but not I, on. All right. So let's, uh, you know, but yeah. I will
0: say because of the pandemic, we were able to, like, really grow and really cut our teeth really quickly. Right. Which was great. Well, there
1: was, like, a rush for media content. Everyone was stuck at home and just, yeah. like, like eating up content, like like, yeah. like spaghetti, you know? Okay. Hey,
0: so, from from t- uh, March of 2020 up until... Two- Dude, people
1: were so bored they watched that Tiger King show. I mean, that's, you know...
0: Oh, come on now. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up, but I had to go
1: there. Had to go there.
0: Oh, uh, but so the for the two years from like March of 2020 into March of 2022 I want to say we like tripled our following like just right just whatever and then just yeah. recently I started uh that like, was the
1: time to be online to yeah. grow an audience during that
0: and you know because like I mean up to that point we weren't doing anything amazing you no
1: know? no we were kind of recycling yeah, the same we, few ideas basically but we, they we were we were, were working and it was like a steady slow growth like you know?
0: leading into the pandemic we had definitely stagnated a, a lot like, yeah i'm not gonna we definitely stagnated right we went to nashville in january and we were in the process of launching something that could have been good like could have been really good right. but, like that was the pre yeah we
1: had just got back from a, a big trip when all hell broke loose yeah. the pandemic like yeah. i remember i shit i came back from a. Uh... Uh, we came back from florida yeah we did yeah. nashville and florida that yeah. week we and did nashville, week, nashville
0: florida yeah and then is that right around when you left working at todd's
1: yeah and I, I went back home and then i basically found that job like two weeks later and yeah. then the pandemic broke loose because i had gotten my new job where i'm at now yeah. still um like and i can't believe the timing to leave a restaurant and get a job in an industry that's like recession proof yeah. like hoof yeah.
0: yeah the recessions Scared me a little bit. Yeah, later. like I didn't have to shut down.
1: I kept working. I actually did really well during the pandemic. So, yeah, like, you know, financially, I got my act
0: together. Yeah. But, you know, just being able, the fact that we've grown so much because of the pandemic, like we had the pandemic not happened, it'd probably be like we'd still have that little Florida swing that we right. do. And then we'd maybe go out to Nashville every once in a couple while. A couple trips a year. Yeah.
1: Find a one-off city that yeah. we haven't done.
0: Yeah. And try and get into the music scene. But now it's like we're so it, – it, this is where it gets a little bit interesting because, it, like, the situation's different than what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm not – I'm not in Roswell anymore. Right, I'm eight hours away in Waco, which is a lot better when I was than when I was in Tallahassee. Because yeah, t- those two years in Tallahassee was like m- a day and a
1: half drive.
0: As much as I think it needed to happen for me personally, right, it sucked for a live and like live yeah, if I took a massive hit. When but I, I did
1: live. take a few trips out
0: there, yeah. Um, and we didn't really lose anything, but we just didn't grow. The two years I right. was in Tallahassee, we really didn't We grow.
1: put in a lot of work and time for sh- small growth. Yeah. Yeah. I and, hear you.
0: You know, like, I did not Well, that's
1: the go- thing that, the pandemic gave us time to reevaluate that. Like, all right, we got to find a way to maintain at least the same growth or expand it mm-hmm. and put in less work.
0: Yeah. And, well, now i'm trying to figure out how to get more like just get into it deep you know it's um i really want to try and make this and i think that's the whole point of the radio station because i feel like that's going to take minimal work not minimal effort but minimal work right it's going to take effort but it's going to be a thing where every sunday we pre-program everything right and then it, we just let it ride for the week, and we yeah. just kind of make it in every Sunday. Well, well in that
1: year we did on actual broadcast radio and and stuff like it, it taught us a lot. Even though it was like we had a very uh, small support system, the the radio station we were on, just uh, you know they. The people running ahead no interest in making money. They yeah. could not bring in sponsors or advertisers. They cut to a commercial break, and it'd be nothing. It'd go like just a commercial for the station, and then back yeah. to music again. Yeah, it got so bad.
0: Well, it was one of those things where they were the station, the the company was relying on one person, one person. Right, right.
1: Well, one or two at least,
0: Yeah because like, yeah. you had
1: the main manager for all of the yeah, stations. Yeah, they, they there, were but,
0: because all the the salespeople were focused on the country radio station, right. which was. Everybody in Roswell knows the Country Giant. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that station.
1: Well, in what? In the year that we were putting out our weekly show, uh, what was the turnover on the management there? Wasn't there like three different managers? Like
0: Two, two for sure. Right.
1: right. Right. No, there was one in between that only lasted like a month that we never even met.
0: Yeah. You well, because that was right around. So
1: that was... That's when you, uh, that... right around, unfortunately, when your mom passed and yeah. we were kind of like doing solo shows and trading and off.
0: I think that really hurt because so not not to get it's just too, bad timing it was bad timing and it's never good timing. fortunately i think the person that we were going through had ulterior motives well of course i of course I, it's
1: roswell everyone here tends to have that i think
0: that. i personally think he had ulterior motives yeah but you know we were able to turn it into something we had gotten syndicated into a uk internet station right and well, like i said we learned yeah it was a huge learning curve, and then we took 2022 off for the most part because right. it was just like, I I'm I can't keep keep up this pace. Yeah,
1: well, and in our personal lives, there was a lot of change and growth. So, yeah. I mean, we had to, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, these people that put out content nonstop. It's like I don't know how you do it sometimes.
0: Yeah, and it's so. Then in earlier this year, in well, I think I approached you late last year about re like figuring out something to do for the radio
1: show. Well you were doing the country thing and like you had already had like a pretty strong foot in the door in that scene and stuff and like I don't really listen to country. I don't know the names. I don't know the people. So I just let you just kinda it
0: it was one of those things where I knew where I knew where our followers were. Right. I understood and actually so this is kind of the funny part about all of this. Well
1: it's a huge market man. Yeah.
0: Is since we so for all intents and purposes once we get done with this podcast we're going to start relaunching the rock show right right that's the
1: plan this weekend is to uh you know put together a handful at least
0: to get started it, yeah, and... yeah so that list that i showed you last night of um the all the 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 list of songs that i yeah, had yeah that took me two and a half weeks to get together. Oh, wow. New bands that we had never worked... With. It took me two and a half weeks to find the bands... Right. ...get them to respond to me and say, hey, yeah, this is the song we want to promote, this, you know, whatever. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. That size of a list, I could have gotten in 12 hours on the country musicians. Right. And it's just one of those things where the country musicians... pulling
1: teeth sometimes, man.
0: Well, and it's not... E- For rock music, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're in a rock band. Maybe we can have, let's have this discussion really quick uh, and maybe you can shed some light on it. Yeah. But the country music, like country musicians, I'm sure I've got at least three messages on Instagram right now saying, yeah, use the song, all from country music. Right. They get right back to me. Yeah. Cool, great, whatever. And I'll send out, let's say, on average, 10 messages a day. To country musicians and say you know i got a little pre-written thing that i do and you know and it works and right out of those 10 i'll probably get like over the course of a week or so i'll probably get like four or five messages back so i'm getting pulling like 40 50 percent right i do the same thing for the rock bands out of 10 maybe i get one yeah and it's like yeah
1: i don't get that
0: it i yeah. Is it because somebody else is running their social? Is it because everybody has access to the Instagram page? They're like, oh, I, I don't know. They all know.
1: assume the other one's going to answer or something. Or, or, yeah. or
0: because the band's a team. Right. And it's like, oh, well, we got to talk about this. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like when I get some of these musicians, like I'm asking a straight up simple question. Right. What song are you currently pushing right now? Or what song do you want to push right now? Right. And when I get these musicians that say, oh, well, I got to talk to my manager because I don't know. Oh,
1: how do you not know that? You're
0: in your music, right? You're in the wrong business. You are not a real musician that wants to be here. Right, right. Well,
1: you know, I could say from personal experience, if anyone hits us up, like, you know, any kind of media, any kind of exposure, anything like that, and they they got a question or they want to know something, we're like right back at it, dude. Like, here you go. Here's everything.
0: Yeah. So let's let's flip this a little bit, and I come to you as a member of GDP, Jeff. We're getting ready to launch a rock radio station. What song are you currently pushing? Oh, Misfit. Okay, can I? And I don't even ask if I can run it. It's if you have a wave of that, could you send that to me, or if yep. not, I could pull it from. I got a couple of different ways to pull.
1: Right, it. I could send it to you, or I can send you links to like literally every single place that's ever been posted.
0: That's how majority of the conversations happen and that's great i yeah. love it but every once in a while it's like well, i don't know i gotta talk to my manager or right. you gotta email my manager and i'm like if i really want to play your music i'm gonna just play it i'm gonna right like i'm right. not going through this process
2: no yeah now, if
0: it if it's a situation where they're like oh yeah we want to push purple people eaters right but you have to email my manager to get the wave because i don't have it okay that's a different situation right because I like, I understand wanting somebody else to kind of manage, but do file management. Yeah. That's like the least favorite thing I do is yeah, file management. Honestly,
1: yeah. If somebody asked me for a wave to send them, I get to contact the singer because he's yeah. like the one that does all the file management yeah. and then he'll send it to me and I'll send it off, yeah. you know, it, which actually works. We have a really fast system.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, if that's how it has to go, that's fine. But when it goes, Oh, I don't know, man, let me, yeah. let me you got to email my manager and they'll fill it out. And then the manager never gets back because they're inundated with 20,000 emails every day. And it's like two weeks later, they're like, oh, hey,
1: what's this about? Yeah. Well, that's one good thing. Uh, Will, our singer, you know, he's a manager for his job. Mm -hmm. And he's real good at organization and and compartmentalization and everything like that and stuff. So he got elected to that position in the band. He's basically the manager until we get a manager. Um, And he's
0: real good at it. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, on um, like managing the day to day operations of the band, like yeah. man- like I think you're always going to want somebody in the band kind of right.
1: handling that. Right, elect the best one, not like the most popular or whatever the fuck, or you know, just because somebody's the front man or like yeah. the,
0: the self acclaimed band leader doesn't make them the best at this stuff. Yeah, and it's one of those things where uh, tour and stuff that's when you want to start like when you're getting right. out to touring and stuff right. like that, unless you're just like really down for the grind. Yeah. Cause that's a grind. I've...
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing for us is a, like, you know, we want management because, uh, you know, we're all professionals and have yeah. lives and families and yeah. kids and like jobs and stuff like that. But we do want to take it to the next level. And the only way to do that is to get a good manager.
0: Yeah. And it, it's as easy as you think it is to get a manager
1: no, it's, it's not. not.
0: easy to get a good like. You, I'm sure right. you can find anybody that says, "Oh, I'm a manager." Right.
1: Then, you can anyone will take your money and then get you gigs that don't pay. I mean,
0: because yeah. I was talking to Dustin, the guy. Um, you haven't met Dustin yet, but uh, if you come down in October for uh, in a jam, yeah, uh, you'll meet him for sure. Uh, he was in a similar situation where he was getting himself. He was able to get himself gigs, and he had his go tos, and yeah. every once in a while he'd get a. Get a new contact or whatever, but he was he he was wanting to build out a tour or something. Like he was wanting to get outside of Texas, Oklahoma, like yeah. that. He was wanting to That's get That's the out. other
1: thing. Getting outside of your own state or hometown is tough unless yeah. you have somebody with
0: connects. Yeah. And he was wanting to do that, so he found this uh agency that was gonna help him, but it I'm not gonna say it was a scam, but it's for those musicians that are just starting out that don't right. have any connects
1: right they don't even have a way to promote themselves or yeah. anything yeah
0: and so like they're they're literally a company for bands that want to say they have a manager right and you know right or they just don't have the ability right to do their own promotion and you all know that's...
1: anything you spend because i know how it works nowadays the old days of the music biz where you know you get signed on and they get a percentage Now mm-hmm. uh, they all want it up front now they want yeah. their percentage up front but make sure that it's a percentage like yeah. a lot of people are paying a manager and not getting like anything in return yeah they manager might get them on like a couple of this a couple of that maybe a playlist or two but it's not monetarily speaking adding up to anything yeah you know you you need to at least and this is a minimum you need to get a 300 percent return if okay. you're if your manager costs you five hundred dollars and that's like a six month or whatever you agree on 90 days uh, usually to start whatever yeah uh you know in that 90 days they need to get you enough paying work where you know your 500 is now like 2000 yeah you you know what i mean because you need to get back your initial investment plus Plus. 300 percent. yep you know and any good manager can make you two thousand dollars yeah i Um, mean come on that ain't a lot of money
0: yeah And what I've seen is you got a lot of these PR agencies and agents like managers that present themselves as this and they guarantee you X amount. Right. Of, you know, like shows. And it's like, oh, how much you're making this much right now? We'll guarantee we double that. Right. If you come with us. Okay, great. If you Double that. Cool.
1: But you got to deliver.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, they're like, they'll make a guarantee about, oh, and then we'll get you placed on so many playlists. Yeah, You go look in the playlist, and they are, like, playlists that they started, and nobody listens
1: to it. Right, exactly. And the the playlist thing, it it doesn't matter, dude. Like, unless you're getting on, like, one of the top ten playlists on whatever medium you're on, you know, you're really not going to see any monetary because of the way those kind of things pay out. Like, we're talking, like, fractions of a penny per play. Yeah. You need to get on a playlist that's going to give you a million plays or more before you even make money.
0: Yeah. Well, and that that's the whole different thing. Because, you know, there was that whole situation when uh, musicians were boycotting Spotify. And I still see that a lot. I
1: mean, what are you going to do, though?
0: It's, it's, it's.
1: You know, I mean. Yeah. I, I get it. As a musician, I get it. They are not paying enough. But at the same time, like, you're going to go back to trying to sling your CDs? Good luck.
0: Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like. And that's what I've been telling a lot of musicians. It's like, there's a way. To use Spotify as a promotional tool yeah. without relying on it as income. It's right. It's called touring. Yep,
1: exactly. Like, dude, like, if if you're, you know, trying to sell your songs on Bandcamp for 99 cents a piece, you're going to make four bucks a year.
0: Yeah, because I'm...
1: You know, like, sorry, but no one's going to take you serious doing that. Yeah. you got to have your music up on these platforms that don't pay. But, yeah, you're right. It's all about touring. It's all about um interactions with your fans and 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 creating a a great personal like base like you want to personalize every single interaction with them and leave them remembering it Mm -hmm. uh and you know merch sales on top of that you want to have cool interesting merch like stuff like not just i mean you obviously want to have t-shirts but not just another t-shirt yeah get creative man
0: have i've seen a lot of people instead of or a lot of creatives in general Right. Instead of just making that next t shirt, they're turning it into like essentially a fashion line. Like right. they've got their own right. clothing brand. And it's a brand, not just yeah. oh hey, here's a t shirt, you know. Right. Because I'll go pay six bucks on Amazon and get this six pack of this pocket tee that I'm currently wearing. Yeah. And it services the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No nobody nobody's coming up to me and saying, Oh, hey, you're wearing that such and such right t-shirt.
1: I love, right you know, like our whole like thing is you know is uh, because none of us take any money out of the band or any pay because yeah. we all have incomes and you know all of our money has come from from gigs in march mm-hmm. everything yeah. like we dude i don't think we've ever even taken a check from spotify or anything we've never like gotten enough to even hit payout.
0: yeah for sure it's, i
1: mean it's not like i mean a couple bucks ain't yeah. worth nothing
0: yeah it's a uh, spotify it's there, there's a way to utilize it without having to rely on it for income. Because right. That, that's the issue is a lot of people are relying on this for income. Yeah. And unless you're out there touring, nobody's going to know who you are. Right. The masses aren't going to know who and you unless are.
1: Unless you're a pop act on the top 100, you ain't making money on Spotify or any streaming at yeah. all.
0: But that's not a reason to boycott it because right. there's a million people on Spotify that are not making money, but yep. they're not making money off of Spotify, but they're, making a career out of it exactly because they figured it out and and when i say figured it out it's they're you know just they they've got the touring schedule that you right. know like uh snail Maid and um uh some kind of nightmare and the, like the diy punk bands that right a couple of them that we've ran through they've got it figured out they they tour constantly they're yeah all, I, I think Snailmate, where are they at in like Japan or something right now?
1: Yeah, they're overseas.
0: Yeah, and yeah. they're Which, just
1: honestly, I'm dying to do that, but it's another one of those things. We can't be a perpetual touring band, not yeah. unless like it can replace our incomes. Yeah, you and know,
0: that's that's I'm in the same boat, because right? It's like I'd love to just leave my job, right, and, and do
1: podcasts and do live know?
0: and amplified, yeah, because like. And I think ultimately that's why the state like getting the station up and running, I see an avenue out right because the state like yeah the station's gonna have overhead, yeah, but if we can get ourselves in a position where we're covering the overhead and we're making money, great because that recession it's hitting up. like yeah I for know sure. you, you're not you're not feeling it quite as bad. But the recession is hitting us at the state. So I work for a TV station, if anybody listening to Yeah. Me. Uh,
1: I work for a scrapyard. That's yeah. my day job.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, and so. Well, I sta- manage a scrapyard, sorry. Yeah. And the recession is hitting us hard. Like, we we're we just laid a whole bunch of people yeah. off co- company-wide. Fear so and- you in
1: service industry. I mean, commodities industry. Yeah. It's the opposite effect. We get busier yeah. when times are tough.
0: But the thing is. Is, like, our industry in general is always going to be there because it's... Of course it is. It's always going to be there, but they're in currently... Not to let the cat... or Not go too deep in on this, but they're currently in the process of restructuring the company.
1: Right. Well, you're in advertising. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Like, that'll always be a thing. Well, they're they're always going to need
0: ads, but they're questioning the need for ad like that in the back of their minds, they're wondering if how if they how, can m- replace you with AI that, that oh, or, I know, I know. <laughs> or if they need, if every individual like station needs a creative team, like right. if they could just, cause they're essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to nationalize themselves and yeah. become more of a net. Na- so like the way like ABC or NBC or right. CBS is, that's what my company's currently trying to. They're not saying that, but if you if can you, see it, if you read between the lines and see what they're doing, that's what they're trying to do. Because yeah, they, they just bought. Um, I'm not going to say the network. They just yeah, bought I don't a, say it. Yeah, they just bought a network, and we're not they, giving free advertising to no I don't want it to come back to me to be like, oh hey, you're. I heard you're saying. why stuff. why are
1: you talking crap, yo?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and it's like, and anything I'm saying is like, if you know where to look, it's like, it's there. It's well, it's not, all, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're a publicly traded company. They, to a certain degree, oh, yeah. they have to, have to make all this public, but you know, they're, they're in the process of nationalizing themselves and there's more layoffs coming. They've said right. it outright. They're right. not saying who's getting laid off or what's getting cut down.
1: Right. Well, whenever that happens, when a company go, uh, nationalizes basically, yeah. I mean, it's different process for different fields but um yeah they end up cutting like anywhere from 20 to 30 percent straight off and that's like right to start yeah and that's not even the trickle down cuts yeah and yeah that's a thing people
0: so i i really see a world where because our our for the place the the station that i work at like the individual station i work at I'm being told that our final transformation, whatever the hell that means, takes place in December. Like, that'll be our... Right. So it's like, okay, what you're saying is we have until December to kind of sit here and sweat it out. Yeah. Because like I'd imagine they're probably going to do layoffs every month. They're, like, they're right. gonna probably doing. Well, that's
1: over. what I'm calling a, That's what I call the trickle down yeah. layoffs. Like, so you have your initial slash. Like, yeah. all right, company's going through this. Got to cut all these people. Boom. Yeah. And then they'll wait like three or four months so everyone else feels safe, and then they'll have like a couple of week, couple of months. they'll start cutting people back. Like, yeah. you know, eh, that's when they start like fine tuning the cuts. Yeah. You know, trickle down cuts. Yeah,
0: and that like that's. I th- we're in those trickle down cuts because like, right. the big slash came in January. Like yep. there was a whole, we had like a big upper man, like upper management. A lot yeah. of people got cut. You know.
1: So let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. And I don't know if any of you out there know this, but Tom is a handy person. Like I, myself, I am too. We just have different issues, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> if you've met us in person, you know yeah, we yeah, got issues, okay? Yeah. But uh, um, are they getting any kind of um, tax benefit for hiring you, being a handicap person?
0: You know, it's funny you bring this up because I was doing because what? that's job protection for you. If they are, it well, I, I mean, mean, at the same time, it's
1: also fucked up. But <laughs> well, so, so
0: here's here's where it's a weird catch twenty two. So Texas, like New Mexico is a right-to-work state. So right. they could literally just come in and say...
1: They don't have to give you a reason. Yeah, we're they, letting you go, and that's that.
0: Yeah, they don't...
1: Right. They where, don't. where the fight comes in is, is unemployment in a right-to-work state. Yeah. If they let you go because they're making cuts, they have to pay it. If they're letting you go because you stole something or punched somebody, then, yeah, 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 you yeah. know...
0: So that that's the first thing, is we're in a right-to-work state, so they could just cut the entire department and say, yeah, screw you guys. Right, right. But I was doing some reading... Because when they were first announcing all these layoffs in January, February, and all that yeah. stuff, and I'm like, I wonder if they're getting like tax benefits, and right,
1: which is something you should know about.
0: They, for, I, I was trying to read it, but like, I'm not. I, I went to public school in Chicago, so I'm not <laughs> as good. I'm not. I'm yeah. not as smart as a well. The WB. whole
1: goal of schools is to make sure you don't know what your government's doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I was trying to read through like the legalese of the the, yeah. the thing. There is a ten thousand dollar yearly tax benefit, yeah, for people with disabilities, but there was something in there that made me think I that think it was I think you have to more... be
1: a registered as disabled. Like, um, uh, I don't mean registered like like disabled people have to register with the yeah. government, but you, yeah, have, you, to you get... have to be on some kind of government subsidy, maybe, maybe. Some,
0: but no, it this was making me think that you had to receive the disability serving the country. So oh, like
1: okay, like disabled bomb. vet, yeah, kind of like thing, a vet or something, or a, like a, a cop or yeah, yeah. yeah so you worked for the government, you got hurt yeah. at your job, and yeah, you're yeah. disabled.
0: There was a there was like a little byline. That's in an there extra about, boost for them. Up, like there was a little byline in there about that, and yeah, I'm so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm almost positive they're getting a tax right. benefit from me.
1: Right, I uh, you know, I even though I'm handicapped, but I work a pretty rough job and yeah. and stuff like. I don't know, I I never really, uh, like, you know, when I told my boss about it about a year ago, like, I was born crippled and had all these surgeries and everything, he was like, seriously? Yeah. Like, I could tell he had doubt in his eyes because you can't tell, Yeah. you know? And I don't really let it get the best of me. But because I, like, I've never received any kind of benefits Mm -hmm. or anything for it, and it didn't happen to me, you know, I was born with it and stuff. But other than that, like, it's not one of those things I don't think they could claim on me.
0: Yeah, well, it's... I remember the first job I ever had. I, and so I was a little bit older when I got my first official job. Right. Uh, I was like maybe nineteen twenty. Yeah. When I Got my first like official. official you can't job. hide
1: it, <laughs>
0: like I can. And so, I I went to work, and my I was I worked at a bowling alley. I first I started off I was a uh like a front front desk person. Like oh yeah, No, I've heard. I, yeah. I,
1: you guys don't know if you're listening to this, but I've heard some. great stories about this bowling alley oh yes it makes me want to get a white russian and 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 listen to a couple more (laughs) it's
0: not the it's not the same anymore because like the owner when i was there passed away and the gm that was there was originally gonna buy it or had bought it yeah oh have you been back there in the last like
1: few years or something or i
0: whenever whenever i go up to chicago i like there's a lot of the community that I'm in is the community that hangs out at bowling alleys. Okay. And so. please so you just go by, say what's up. I used to, but now. So the GM that I worked under, him and a partner bought the bowling alley from the family that owned it because yeah. they wanted nothing to do with the bowling alley. Like it was their dad's cash cow. Right. And they, they wanted nothing to do with it. They wanted out, all that stuff. Um. So they sold it to my, the GM that I worked under and another guy, and they had a falling out. Yeah. And my GM just walked away. Like, didn't sell out. He just handed over everything oh, wow. that he owned. I was like, wow. it must have been that bad. It had, if you're yeah. just willing to. Walk well,
1: and that was why, like early 2000s, right?
0: No, it was like last year. Oh. Yeah, this was like the last year or so.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because um, Boland's coming back. Yeah. You know, it took a mean dip for a few years, you know, kind of fell off after the 90s. Nobody was going bowling. Yeah. Um basically cuz you could just bowl in a video game well, now. And it, but <laughs> it's coming back.
0: What really helped, hurt where I was at was um when they banned smoking indoors in Atlanta. Yeah.
1: Yeah, across the country now. Yep. I don't think there's a single state left that lets you smoke indoors. Yeah. And so and a business.
0: Yeah, they, um so they they that happened, and it was right around the same time that the recession hit, that first, like, 2008 recession hit.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, the housing market.
0: Yeah, the housing market crash. And so we were just, like, got the big one-two in the face, and we were right on the border of Indiana, and Indiana still had smoking. Yeah. So anybody that had the money to go bowling just they, yeah, yeah, it it went, just over went there. to Indiana. And right. We're sitting there like, crap, you know? Yeah. So we had to get creative whatnot. But anyways, so... I basically all that to say. I don't even know where I was going. With yeah, I don't book. either. Um, and
1: my company oh, Christmas party was at a bowling alley. Back Christmas.
0: I remember what I was going to. Why yeah. I brought it up. So the first job that I had there, or the first time that I would work there, um the owner, or not the owner, the GM came up to me. He's like, "How many hours do we have to put on the record?" And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, Who's how
1: many, how many, uh, how many do you want me to be a slave for? Yeah.
0: Well, no, 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 because he was like, well, you get disability, right? I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, if you get disability, you can only work so many hours.
1: Oh, re- yeah, yeah, record. true, true. If you're hey. on like
0: government disability benefits, yeah. 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 I was like. Oh. I don't even know what government disability is. I never heard of it. he's like, you serious? Are you screwing with me? Like,
1: right. I, I probably would have the same question. Like, no, no, say that again.
0: Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't. And he's like, okay, so these, whatever hours it was, he's like, I could put it all on your check. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Like, I mean, wish you wouldn't, but go for it. Right. Because you know? that, that place was.
1: Yeah. I applied for, uh, like, SSI disability a while back. Yeah. Because I I just wanted to, like, do music and not work. Yeah. So that would have been an income. But then, like... Like, dude, the process is like absolute ridiculous. The scrutiny they put you through is ridiculous. Oh, that's um. And then like, what they offer you in the end is like a pittance. So I'm like, yeah. oh no, never mind. I can just work and make more than that. Like, we you were know? talking
0: about this yesterday when my dad had a pro- when he got diagnosed with prostate cancer and couldn't work. Yeah, he had his Unum benefits and then he had like disability. Yeah, and um, the disability like they would call. Every week. Right. Oh, how you feeling? Are you still not able to work? Shit! It's like, I've got prostate cancer. Right. Stage four. I'm going through radiation treatments. Yeah. Plus, they've got me on hormone replacement therapy right now. Right. And so, they're like, okay, well, we'll call you back in a couple of weeks. And it's, it's like, like no, nah, don't. And then I think (laughs) Then something happened And then they just Stopped calling
1: Right So
0: at some point They just kind of Clicked or Something happened Well and I
1: just uh, I don't want to rely On the government Yeah You know it was like One of them things I just tried to do it But I I really don't Want to rely on them Because anything They can give you They could take away Yeah
0: 100% You know Uh, 100% agreed
1: So as long as I I Supply my own stuff My own life They can't take Well I mean I guess They could take it from me If it really came to it But it would be a lot harder
0: Yeah and it, you're essentially become a, an employee of the government. As
1: yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, less than an employee. At least if, like, you work for the government, even though, like, I, you know, I have my own feelings about that. Like, at least you're still, like, clocking in and clocking out and doing yeah. a job or pretending to do a job, at least for for a paycheck. When you get those free government checks, man, it's a it's a different form I've, of slavery. It's not chattel slavery. I'm not comparing yeah. it to that yeah. or anything. But it's, it's a different form. It's a slavery of the mind, dude.
0: Yeah. I've... I've always thought that, not uh, this will be the last point I make off of this one, that if somebody's receiving government benefits, that it would be smart for the government to actually put them to work. Like if it
1: is. Right. Well, in some states they require it. If you're able to work, but just yeah. down on your luck, they yeah. require it.
0: So it, yeah. So basically, if you're at a job, you get fired, and you're getting unemployment benefits. Yeah. Go work for the government. Like right. The government's going to pay you whatever it is. Yeah. And then, okay, yeah, you're going to do yeah. shit work like you're cleaning up the streets or right. whatever. But at least we're getting something out of yeah. it. Like our, it's not you just... Well, and I agree. There
1: are people that you can't force to work. Some people yeah. are too handicapped to work yeah. some people are too mentally handicapped to, to hold a job and yeah. work or anything yeah, yeah. and those people i mean they, yeah, they deserve to live they deserve money yeah but i think we could do it without like the entire force of government stealing a 30-year check but yeah anyway we'll get back to music <laughs> yeah, there's a way to do
0: it yeah so, um just to kind of transition back yeah um one thing that i really did want to discuss okay um one thing that i really did want to discuss is you know just being able to sit here and chill with you has been great yeah yeah it's and, been awesome hanging out with you again um
1: but, you know what's cool i yeah. can reach the fridge and get a drink and i was I wondering have where to you're get going
0: up. i was like you're not uh, oh dude i'm
1: so thirsty right now
0: yeah i'm sitting here i haven't got my water over here and i'm like eh, do i want to pop uh, this open or
1: i finished my coffee
0: dang yeah that's that's what's up
1: yeah uh, i need something
0: you know, we we don't really ever have the opportunity to like really sit here and talk like this and Right. The, we haven't
1: done it like a podcast like this, just us chilling and talking for a while. Well, I don't think we've ever done No, we've done a couple, but it's been like five years like i don't think we we released I right? we've done a couple of just like conversation podcasts that i don't think we ever released really because well,
0: there was that we one recorded we were... them
1: and they went so off track like worse than this one no, no,
0: <laughs> no. like, well because i know the one you're talking about when i was in tallahassee that one yeah. just turned into a shit fest like, right right them. um but i i you know we're we're coming up here seven and a half years. We talked about it earlier. Seven and a half years on the podcast, and it'll be eight in December for Live and Amplified. Yeah, eight years. What's what's some of your concerns like moving forward? Because you know, I, I'm I'm just gonna hit the nail on the head because I have some concerns in the back of my head, but I just kind of want to open this conversation up a little bit. Like, what, uh, well, I feel like I fell off of life and amplified for like the last year and a half or so, or like
1: slowly over time. But the, the pandemic played a huge part mm-hmm. in that. Uh, and you kind of picked up pace on your own. It was a lot harder for us to travel and, yeah. and, and stuff like that for a while now. But I like the idea of now you're coming out, we're getting yeah. back on it. We're doing yes. stuff together again. I mean, we've never really lost contact. We yeah. pretty much talk every week. Yeah. Like regularly. Say, it, you know what I mean? It, not every day. Cause... It's not like, like, like we fell apart and yeah. didn't like, have contact or anything i just haven't had an active participation like yeah. a hand in and it in a minute
0: that's one of my concerns is a lot of these and it like it works your way too because i'm sure there's a lot of people you've met out here that think you're alive and amplified yeah like there's yeah. a lot of people that i've met that they only know me and right they know you maybe because i brought it up and usually right. the only reason i bring you up is if they're from Boston, or oh, of
1: course, of course, you know, or yeah. like you know, uh, it's something to relate to on, yeah. like, because uh, I'm a musician, yeah. and stuff,
0: yeah. So it, you get brought up a couple of times, but it's not right. like a consistent thing. Other than that, you're just a name, right? Faceless name, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that that but is the people one...
1: that know me. Y'all really know me, right?
0: <laughs> For sure. Oh, uh, I'm a character. That that is one of the things that is very concerning for me it was just like the fall off and
1: yeah you know i i, I knew it'd come back at once things kind of got normalized i hate even using that term yeah. but you know the once we got back on track with things
0: yeah and i mean we're, we're we're gonna see how this rock radio show goes and yeah i got some plans for some other stuff yeah. that'll be interesting but you know um
1: during that time though uh, like you know, you and everyone know, I, like, I kind of got my shit together, like financially mm-hmm. speaking. I'm doing yeah. good now. We got a new car, bought a, At least buying a one house of us is doing good. But, you know, you know, I'm trying. Yeah.
0: Oh, um, so yeah, like that was definitely a concern of mine. Is like there was definitely I could feel that you were kind of falling off a little bit, and, and it wasn't uh, like
1: intentional.
0: It's just it, it's just kind of we're different, and it's gonna it's. It's gonna be a bad uphill battle that we're gonna fight continuously through unless we it.
1: live in the same city. it's and it's always gonna be a thing.
0: I'm not coming back to Roswell.
1: I, I get it and I, I don't want to leave Roswell because I've built so much yeah. here so but I mean it's something we'll deal
0: with it, it's know? one of those things where it's it's Ros- like if we get to a point where I'm completely self-sufficient and I can figure out a way to travel out of Roswell easier right I think we can have that discussion but right now, it's just like there's not enough, in there's not enough of a scene here. Yeah, it just a,
1: uh, and we've we've gone through it with so many different things. Like, yeah. it's just like once you've worked with all like ten acts, yeah, it's over, and you yeah. got to hope somebody comes through town and willing to work with you and has time and this yeah. and that. And it, it gets hard to keep continuously put out content when you're yeah. stuck in an area that doesn't produce a
0: lot. And. Like, I'm definitely, and I made the comment to you last night when we were leaving. Uh, you know, I, it's definitely cool to see that the city is embracing the alien thing. Like, yeah. You, you look across the street here at where we're staying, you got an alien tobacco shop. Which, right. And even at the hotel that I'm currently staying at, they've got like the elevators right. got hello earthlings right or images, well and you know
1: what i'm real happy about is uh i'd say a good 60 percent of the growth is local yeah like so locally owned businesses yeah. stuff like that because a lot of like uh in tourist towns you know the corporate places love to come in like the mcdonald's has yeah. a big ufo the dunkin yeah. donuts has a big alien yeah. they love to be a part of it yeah. and, and that's cool and all it does add to everything and but that, that's i like to see the local owned
0: the and the national brands are going to add consistency to the city. Like, Well, of course. Like, you, you know, I hate to say
1: it, but if you go halfway across the country and they don't got a McDonald's or a Burger King anywhere around, it's kind of going to be, yeah. Eh. Yeah, you want to taste the local cuisine and stuff, but you also want that staple that you know it's going to be yeah, what so you like, want.
0: If worse comes to worse... You know when you go to McDonald's, your double cheeseburger is going to taste like a McDonald's double right, cheeseburger.
1: Right, right, exactly. Yeah. But definitely try the the local places when you travel yeah. and, and stuff, please.
0: But, those are the businesses. Yeah, that... so like on that effect, the fact that you got like local places that are like starting to sprout up and yep. starting to change. You still got those dingy, like I drove past Hunan's yesterday and I was like, oh no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just. It's what it is. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. You're yeah. going to have the places here that aren't going to change yeah. right away. But
0: yeah, but my my real big concern is if we get to that point where we have to make a decision and it's like, okay, this is actually something that requires our attention and right. I say our attention, I don't want to be the reason that, you, like, you have to make that decision. Right, right. It, it's going to be... A hard decision to make to a because live and amplified like we're moving somewhere like right. if we're gonna ever be fully self-sufficient or it's just gonna be a hobby that we do right every once in a while it is what it is but there's a path that we could follow and turn this into i want to say like mtv back in the 90s
1: yeah but more internet based. yeah
0: yeah for sure. Less broadcast. Because, you know, I know w- what we're doing isn't, like, proprietary or right, like, unique right. or whatever. But it's one of those deals where they all fall out. Everybody else falls out.
1: Right. Well, Let's they see. give up. Yeah. This but, is a, it's a tough business to stay in, like, the, the, the music media business. Yeah. yeah.
0: You and, know? But, like, my real concern is if we're ever in a situation where, like, we're starting to blow up. GDP's starting to blow up. Right. And you have to make a decision. Like you can't Oh,
1: well if that happens, we'll deal with it when I, that happens. Yeah, but I right, don't see mean, like either one getting like overwhelming to the other. Like if anything, it'd be a simultaneous thing and like I could still arrange my life around it. If I didn't have a day job it'd be a thousand times easier. Yeah. The band shit like don't take up much. I play at night. Yeah. I have all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so when I went on tour at my band, for example, right? I was kind of still training a guy at work for, like, some of my paperwork and some of my technical stuff I got to do while I'm out of town. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, I'll try not to call you. And I'm like, no, no, if you need to call me, call me, because you come in at 7 a.m. Yeah. And that's when you're going to have the questions in the morning. Yeah. My band don't play till 8, 9, 10 at night. Yeah. I said, I got all day, and because of my body schedule, I'm going to be up, so give me a call. like. And I still managed my job, and, and my guys, like, Well, on tour because of that. Yeah. So that's the same thing, dude. Like I can, you know, I have all day, dude. Yeah. If I don't have a day job and whatever music at night rehearsals here and there, but whatever, I can still do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's just, it's that thing that pops into my head. It's like,
1: for me, the day job is the, is the, the thing. Yeah. Like as soon as one or the other can replace my day job, like monetarily. Yeah then that's, you know...
0: that That's the hit.
1: Right, right it's full on from there.
0: Because it, like, definitely, I know you don't want to become, like, a live radio DJ. Right, I, I don't
1: have a big interest in doing that. I mean, if it's something I did for a while, I'd do it, you know, or yeah. had a shot at for a minute, I would do it, but...
0: Because it's definitely not easy to, like, I tried to do the Hoedown Showdown live for a good minute, and yeah. it's just like, oh, man, I, I it, it's, it's not well, easy. Well,
1: and then, you know what? I've listened to, you know, radio growing up my whole life because, you know, I'm 40, I'm be 45 soon and mm-hmm. internet's still fairly new like I grew up in the Boston area, yeah. lots of radio famous radio stations up there and stuff. And there's a huge difference between especially for a morning show when it's a single host or when it's a group of people. Mm-hmm. A single person they get on they give you the weather, they give you the news, they they tell you what's up next, yep. they talk a second or two but and that's it, and that's all they can do. But when you have a group of people, you could kind of it, it keeps it fascinating. It keeps things going. Yeah. So there's it, a huge difference between like like a morning show with just one person trying to keep the momentum, and you well, want to wake people up. That's I your job.
0: I think that that morning show that you're talking about, ours more local. Like that's something that would run here in right. Rock, well, world. I
1: mean, I've heard the same thing across the country, dude. Like yeah. honestly, it's not even anything different than I. I mean, I've heard it everywhere. Well, that, that same like one guy trying to, like, be the morning show, and you just can't do that. Like, and then having guests on and stuff is great, but you want a team. Yeah, like, uh, that's one. One of the most successful morning shows ever was in, in, in Boston on yeah. WAAF back yeah. in, you know, 90s and early 2000s, and it was, like, four people.
0: Yeah, I think that's why the Breakfast Club in New York is doing what they're doing. Like, right. they're syndicated all over the country. Right, And, like, I definitely, if we could get something like that set up on the radio station, yep. eventually... I think that would be a whole, like, even if we wanted to lean in on, you know, like. I mean, even
1: probably one of the greatest radio DJs ever to exist or, you know, grossing, top grossing or whatever, Howard Stern. He didn't really take off until he had the consistent panel. Yeah, because it's him. It's,
0: uh, uh, what's the woman's name?
1: It's like four of them. I don't remember any of them, their names or anything. It's been so long since I watched or listened to any of them. But, like, he had his show for what 10 years on yeah. the radio and he was like pretty popular he did really well but it wasn't in and, and and all the people that are like a permanent part of the show now like they were like on and off they'd be come on for a day or two and stuff but it wasn't until they were on it every time with him that yeah. he really
0: took off yeah for sure well i don't want to um waste too much more time because, right you know. We're we're not prone to going on three hours like Joe Rogan is. Oh, yeah, I don't know
1: if we can keep it interesting enough and not lose your attention for that long. Yeah, yeah, and, we're you know, a little over an hour,
0: so yeah, it's going well. Yeah, um, and, yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing us just kind of chat with yeah. each other. And you know, as, as we kind of grow forward, and I know right now traveling out here is not always easy because that right. West Texas trip—it's
1: just a long one. That's yeah. you know, I wish especially by yourself. At least if, if you have somebody in the car where you to chat with, yeah. things go a little better.
0: I wish they had like a little puddle jumper that goes from like Waco to Roswell. Right. Like a little right. like Cessna or something. Yeah. Uh,
1: we need another road trip. Honestly, man, it's, it's,
0: well, it's I, like I've kind been, of
1: being I, on the road without, And I, you know, I love my wife and my kids and I know none of them are going to listen to this because they have yeah. no interest in anything I do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's family life for you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, but, like, a road trip with just, like, the guys or just your buddies. It's a different vibe. Yeah. It's a—it's
0: uh, definitely something I've been looking at. I know Robert wants us to come out to L.A., but Robert, mm. sorry, L.A.'s not going.
1: I still have an interest in California right now.
0: If we were to go anywhere, I'd probably say let's go to San Diego. San Diego seems like a lot more chill-about spot. True. But, you know, I'm not going to L.A. It's, yeah. It's just nah. not going to happen. But we do need to make a trip out to Nashville. Yeah. That needs to... Happen, um We got that For trip. sure
1: I miss it Like I mean I say it Like I used to go A lot or yeah. something I only went that once But still Like I want to go back
0: Actually you know Where you'd really Enjoy going And I'm sure you Probably Have you been to Memphis Oh yeah, Memphis. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think, didn't
1: spend Any significant time I kind of like Did a slow drive Around yeah. the town Just to check it out On our way through To yeah. uh, northeast
0: Like Memphis Is an interesting Like cause where Like Beale Street Is and stuff Yeah It's Not in the nicest Part of town Right but, like, Beale Street's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of, like, off Beale, um, like, venu- like venues and whatnot yeah. that are kind of cool. Um, there's
1: a lot of cities like that where I just, I only know it from traveling through it mm-hmm. on my way from A to B. Yeah. And, they're like, I will do a little, like, look around, yeah. drive around town.
0: Memphis is cool. We've, we're we getting our foot in the door there a little bit. Like, yeah. I, I have the information for a venue and they keep telling me anytime i come through to right. reach out it's i've like, heard
1: that town's very gatekeeper no
0: nah, it maybe beale street is. i mean I, most I, towns I, are but i feel like Beale Street. <laughs> you have to like yeah know people to get right in and be, that's what i
1: mean yeah. like you got to know people to really get a head up there
0: yeah i i feel like maybe beale street's like that but yeah. you know it, it's we're in with the memphis music association cool. so it's Sweet, like I, I, don't think it would be hard if we really. So you know people. To, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So that's the goal.
0: That that would be cool, but I still would re- like this. This trip would be a like uh, we got to set aside some time to commit to it.
1: Well, of course, yeah, and I'd have to take uh, PTO, and I because the, I'm in management now, I'd have to like schedule it a like, couple months out. I got to well, give it and, at least. No, a 60 I'm not even day. talking
0: about Memphis. Like I still oh. want to do that Boston trip. Oh, that we've been yeah. talking about for yeah. forever and a day. But that's going to be, like, either we're flying or we have to commit at least. Right, take, a,
1: like, a 10-day.
0: Yeah, it'll be, like, yeah. a 10-day trip because yeah. it's, what is it, a two-, three-day trip? It's,
1: like, two days from here to there. if then that's if, like, you sleep and swap off like me and my wife did. Yeah. um If you stop along the way, it could take three days. Yeah. And that's a long ride.
0: And, I mean, we've done that before. Yeah. But then that's how you get lost in
1: Montana. And... Oh, well, don't worry. Once we get on the other side of the Mississippi I, we won't get lost I'm yeah good.
0: no no, no. Um, Oh, one thing I did want to talk about really quick did I talk tell about, you about it. <laughs> it did I uh did I tell you about the time we almost got canceled about two months ago no <laughs> all right so uh I was on uh tiktok right uh, Oh
1: man that's the place to get canceled
0: and so uh I I, I was uh, back before I busted up my knee I had the plan of uh finishing the documentary the the road trip documentary oh yeah the the tour life because uh there's a film festival in waco and they were like hey we want you to submit something do you have something ready to submit and (laughs) at this point i i still had like two months and i was like well i got a project that's been sitting in the back pocket for a good while right it didn't the reason it didn't finish was there, there were some situations that didn't play out but i feel like it's been long enough that if it were to just come out on a regional level, it's not going to raise too much of a Nah,
1: I, I think it'd be okay.
0: And as long as we're not trying to do something with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, commercialize if, it. If if we turned it into, like, if we tried to turn it into a series or something, right. yeah, that that may be an issue. Yeah. But just kind of get into some film festivals, get some live and amplified recognition on a different level, I think that'd be cool. And so I started making plans of putting the documentary together, and finishing it, I reached out to Kelly because they're out in Oklahoma now. And, right. Um, you know, so I was just like, hey, there's, you know, all this. And so at the time on TikTok, I was doing a story time on TikTok. Like I would just tell random stories of the different things we did. Yeah. Do you have a feeling where this one's going?
1: Oh, no. Uh, was it the one where we get chased off the yes. Indian reservation? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, that so, was a-
0: so I start telling that story. That was a
1: hell of a story.
0: So I start telling that story. And I wasn't thinking anything of it because, um, you know, it it I, like I told it on YouTube once and right. nobody watched it. Nobody to be
1: fair, guys, if you're listening, because I know that sounded bad, it wasn't really us that got chased off. We were the film crew, oh, and the there. people we were filming got
0: chased off. I'm get I'm getting there. Okay. So, uh, so I told the whole story from start to finish yeah. in like a minute and a half. Yeah, and it was like yo, yo. I told story that story time. a couple times. It's story time. <laughs> blah blah blah. And, you know, and I tell it, and I post it up on Instagram. It got twenty thousand hits in the first day. Whoa! And I'm like, oh crap, okay. And I'm looking at the comments, and it's like, because at at this point, I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was like, yeah. okay, twenty thousand hits, cool.
1: Right? Went viral, yo.
0: <laughs> to a degree, yeah. Right, right. And so i'm telling the story or i told the story posted the video gets twenty thousand hits the first day which is amazing we've never had anything ever do that right um and i'm looking through the comments and it's all navajo people oh commenting
1: so here so here did did anyone come on from the incident that remembered it okay
0: so dude i need to know so here's the breakdown it was because when I told this story originally, I couldn't remember the name of the city that we were in. I couldn't. Oh, well, yeah, no, I couldn't tell you the name of that area. I couldn't remember. I couldn't, for the life of me, remember the name of the city, so I just didn't say it. Right. So let's say off the twenty thousand hits, there was a thousand comments. Yeah. Let's just I, holy there, shit. That's there still wasn't a lot. A fa- I don't think there was actually a thousand comments, but just for what I'm about to say, just for comparison, it makes it easier. Right. There was a let's say there was a thousand comments. 900 of them were oh my god what city was it i hope it wasn't my city you know 900 it was like oh, okay well, it okay was, it was like oh that sounds like such and such a city oh. they they'd do something that like that there yeah you know
1: technically it, we weren't even in a city we're out in like literally the middle of the desert yeah. on a little wooden platform yeah. of a stage with a generator
0: so i uh, had i was looking through the comments and like 900 of them were like that And then, about eighty of them were like, "Yeah, that's what happens. Run up and get done up." You know, like they like they were pissed. Like we see, like come back through and we'll do it again. You know, right, right. It's like, dude, it wasn't us. Like we didn't cause
1: any of the problem. We just like were there to film it, and we didn't actually film any of that, did we?
0: Because it happened so fast. Yeah. Well, it was one of those deals. So it was like a small chunk of them were like trying to be tough guys like yeah come through again do it again and then there was like maybe 10 people that were like um yeah don't ever come back on our don't come back on our land you know just like right we don't want you here anyways all that stuff yeah and then there was like eight people eight people that like physically threatened us yeah and like it started leaking over into other stuff and i'm like oh All right, fuck this. And so I. Yeah. Because I'm a big uh, firm believer in um, nobody can cancel you but yourself. Right. Just
1: delete your shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, no. And it's not even that. Like, they're going to say you're canceled, but. Right. You know, whatever. And so I was like, at that moment, I was like, I'm going to fucking delete this. Like, it's going to leak over into professional stuff. Right. They're going
1: to start searching your stuff and saying dumb stuff on other things.
0: And so that happened and the, they were like th- making severe threats. And yeah. go, I finished through the comments. There was two people, specifically two. One guy was like, oh my God, I remember that night. That was a wild night. And like, ah, so like, that's awesome. Everybody, everybody that's awesome. Thought, it's awesome to yeah. have like somebody like, I, I was there. Yeah. The, <laughs> so there, those eight people thought we were lying. They were like, oh, we'd never, you know, they were threatening us. They were- Right um, Like oh you're lying Like You've you're never... you Or you yeah. know what I mean Like yeah, yeah. Like a racist ne- Or something We would never do that Right No that shit happened Yeah you're It was lying. all young kids dude You're lying All that stuff And then there was two people Nobody commented Or liked the, what they said Or whatever Right They, they ignore they just, it They just kind of blended in the, Like one guy was like Oh my god I was there I remember that night I don't remember seeing Y'all there But I remember the band You guys were You're talking about Right And I was there, holy crap, that was yeah,
1: Yeah, it probably brought back a memory, because that was like six years ago or something. Yeah, and
0: then another guy was like, oh my god, my cousin was telling me about this story. You know, it's just like, yeah. and so there was two people reaffirming, because like... Right, this really happened, dude. A lot of people thought we were lying. No,
1: I've told people this story, and they kind of look at me like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, dude. Yeah. Like, you don't understand, like, the adrenaline.
0: (laughs) And so... and what I come to find out, what I come to realize, is it wasn't the story that they were necessarily mad at. Yeah, it's how I told the story. Oh, did like, you call
1: them Indians or something? Or like, I them use drunk improper terms.
0: I called them drunk Native Americans.
1: Yeah, they were they were just teenage kids that yeah. were happened to be were on native land. Like any yeah. dude, it, this shit happens. Even without natives, yeah. it, it couldn't matter. Like we could have got chased out of a white boy punk club just as easily over yeah. the same shit. Yeah, it was because of a jealous boyfriend and a girl who was drunk and don't know how to keep her hands to herself. Yeah, and so, guys, it has nothing to do with skin color. It Has yeah. to do with that right there, and it could have happened anywhere with anyone. Yeah, but it happened there.
0: And so, <laughs> it, so like all that happens, and I'm like, all right, this is starting to leak over into personal stuff. Right, I'm can't familiar. have that. I have to delete this video. Yeah. And Unfortunately, because uh, yeah. I Cause, got so a lot of the, attention. So that first day, it got 20,000 hits. And then I had it up for five or six days. Yeah. Every day after that, it was still getting like 10,000 hits. Right. Like, so it was just like right. going. And I'm like, oh, this is going to get back to work. This is going to be bad. And I didn't. Yeah. Mean t- like, That's I the just... thing.
1: If they start like calling you work, stuff like
0: that, yeah. it affects your personal life because you put up a video. Like, yeah. Come on. And so I was just like, all right, I'm going to take it down. Right. And I've thought about, rewording it but i just don't want that i mean it's like
1: right right and that's more of a like story we just tell people when yeah. we tell them yeah and that's it
0: but i mean and then there was a couple people in there that accused me of oh they're getting ready to release the documentary they're using this as promotion what a piece of shit you know it was like,
1: uh, so, mean, so maybe,
0: now maybe <laughs> i don't know so what yeah. if that's what we're doing but anyways i mean you never
1: heard of, like, promoting?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I just wanted to Is share it just this. me, or does anyone else need a cigarette? I knew you were itching. I could see you over there getting a little antsy. So. Well,
1: I start twirling the chair a little. It's like, I got a cigarette
0: time. Yeah, and plus we've still got, like, six episodes of The Rock Show to cut. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but once again, thank you all for hanging out with us. Yeah, Jeff. definitely. Uh, it's been fun. Where's the uh, GDP? Where can people find GDP?
1: Ah, man, everywhere. Gross domestic people. That's how you find us now. You find us on every single thing there is. If If you know yeah. we've never heard of it let us know we'll be on it for sure we don't care um but no check us out um when we're trying to expand and, and do some more stuff we're looking for a manager so if anyone's listening and you have good connects and you can meet what i said earlier that 300 percent turnaround we could talk we can all make money together we're a good band and we know how to draw a crowd and we know how to entertain a crowd but yeah sorry i'm pimping my shit Go but uh it. check us out uh definitely listen to us on spotify youtube all of them gross domestic people our new song misfit is the first song off the album and i got a drum solo <laughs> so check it Just out the drummer strikes again oh dude like 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 it's funny right real quick before we end this yeah so i i was very resistant to the whole thing right i was like i don't want to put a drum solo in a song and then yeah. we recorded a song with the drum solo and i'm happy with it i like it and then the band was like oh we're gonna make it the first song on the album i was like wait you don't start an album off with a song with a drum solo yeah. you just don't do that so we did it and then we're like oh we're gonna play the song uh the album in order live and i'm like you don't start a show with the drum solo but we do um, so I'm very proud of my drum solo. And if you want to see different variations on my drum solo, you got to come see us live. For sure. Okay?
0: For sure. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you all for joining us. Yes. Uh, if you want to support live and amplified, live and is our website. Uh, it's got everything we ever do ever, 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 ever. All of it. All of it. Uh, even the, uh, the hack articles I've even tried to write from time to time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It even has a, uh, I got screenshots up from, um, all of tom's like personal messages were women no just kidding <laughs> it doesn't have that much
0: i was gonna say you don't have that there's not much out there so right tom's uh, like all three go for it. <laughs> yeah. it i mean maybe somebody will get a kick out of it but right. you know, somebody tell me what i'm doing wrong i don't know because yeah. that's another thing is it's like i'm starting to get to that age where i know we're trying to wrap this up but, yeah uh i'm starting to get to that age where i have to start thinking about that like it's you know, I'm going to start thinking about a family. got to figure right. that shit out. And it's like, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, I don't know if I could date anyone that isn't in the industry. Like, or it doesn't right. understand what this life is really about. Like, because yeah, yeah. if I disappear for a week and a half and you don't hear from me, it's not because I'm cheating on you. Right. Or I don't want to talk to you. It's because I'm ass busy and probably in the car driving in the middle of BFE and don't have yep. a signal. Yep. Like, it's one of those things where I don't have to get somebody that's in the industry Right. Understand. That's I'm thankful for my
1: wife I mean yeah it, it, she has a couple issues with the whole thing and being a musician and all that but other than that she's like solid and, and behind me 100% and,
0: and she doesn't get jealous uh, I've, I've seen nope. a couple of situations where other women would have been like what the fuck
1: yeah yeah no she's not the jealous type and she does understand that you know especially when i'm out there and i'm putting on the act you know the musician act and stuff i gotta sell myself and like you know as long as i don't cross a certain line things like hugs and signatures and you know stuff like that's fine
0: as long as you're not getting a blowy in the coat room right
1: right well that's the thing i've always stayed you know 100 percent to my wife so
0: yeah awesome Well, once again, thank you all for joining us, Uh, net. If you want to check everything out, we'd gratefully appreciate it. Talk
2: to you later.